from God today. So some of you uh, might know that our life groups, so our midweek Bible studies, have been looking at the Psalms, and it's uh, uh, based on some questions and reflections uh, from Eugene Peterson, and uh, we've all been engaging with it sort of at different rates, depending on when the life groups actually meet, and probably with different amounts of uh, enthusiasm and or uh, reflection. <laughs> uh, it's a booklet with some questions, so... Uh, I found it fairly useful to sort of try and do the questions at home first, a bit of time and reflection, and then come into the study. And then sometimes we've just turned up at the study and just gone, hmm, what is this question about? And sometimes we've just gone, hmm, we'll just skip that one. Um, so, <laughs> so hopefully that's a comfort to you if you're reading your Bible or doing any Bible reflections different from this one, that it's okay just to be like, well, we'll just skip that and move on. Um, but also to, to go deep. So um, Alison and Alan are going to come and... Uh, share some reflections and what God's been saying to them and what they've um, picked up through doing the Bible study um, looking at the Psalms. So Alison, if you want to come first, and then Alan after. Well, hopefully I won't steal what you want to say, Alan. <laughs> but anyway, I got in here first. Uh, well, we, we, the, well, the one that I narrate that I'm going to do is Psalm 103, so I'd like to start uh, by reading the psalm. If, you're, if you've got your Bibles, you might want to follow it. Back in the olden days, when I was a girl, everyone would have had their Bible, and there would have been a race to look it up. But there we go. Right. Praise the Lord, O my soul, all my inmost being. Praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion, who satisfies your desires with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord works righteousness and justice for all the oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses, his deeds to the people of Israel. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love. He will not always accuse, nor will he harbour his anger forever. He does not treat us as our sins deserve or repay us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. As a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him, for he knows how we are formed. He remembers that we are dust. As for man, his days are like grass, he flourishes like a flower of the field. The wind blows over it and it is gone, and its place remembers it no more. But from everlasting to everlasting, the Lord's love is with those who fear him, and his righteousness with their children's children, with those who keep his covenant and remember to obey his precepts. The Lord has established his throne in heaven, and his kingdom rules over all. Praise the Lord, you his angels, you mighty ones who do his bidding, who obey his word. Praise the Lord, all his heavenly hosts, you his servants who do his will. Praise the Lord, all his works everywhere in his dominion. Praise the Lord, O oh my soul. <clears throat> uh, so the title of this study was Praying Our Salvation. Um, sorry, my hands are shaking. 
Um, so the, the, the Bible, the, the, the study notes at any rate start uh, by telling us um, that this psalm um, expresses the experience of salvation and not just the doctrine of it. It's how it feels to be saved and not just having the knowledge in our head. So the tone of the psalm, the first question was, what, what, is, the, what is the tone of the psalm? And we noticed that it was generally upbeat and thankful uh, and full of praise. And the first and last sentences, praise the Lord, O oh my soul, they kind of encapsulate this praise theme uh, of the psalm that both introduce it and conclude it. We looked at how richly complex salvation is and there are five things mentioned that God does. Um, they're all called his benefits and I think we all thought benefits is a, is a very small word to, um, to express what God does for us. He forgives all our sins, he heals us, he redeems us, he crowns us with love and compassion and he satisfies us. And it reminds us that salvation is a whole life transformation and not just having our sins forgiven. Um, the study asked us how to describe how we have benefited from one or more of God's actions, you know, from forgiveness, from healing, redemption. You know, how is it personal? And for me, it was healing. Um, and health or a lack of it has been a big part of my life. And I'm very thankful to God for the health that I have. Um, the next question we focused on asked us to consider what statements in particular expand our thinking about God and it was particularly from the bit that goes the Lord is compassionate and gracious slow to anger, abounding in love he will not always accuse nor will he harbour his anger forever he does not treat us as our sins deserve or repay us according to our iniquities for as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. As a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. Um, for all of us, we picked out a different statement. But for me, the statement that stood out was, he does not treat us as our sins deserve. So much of our thinking seems to revolve around apportioning blame or seeing the actions of consequences of seeking fairness and justice. And these things aren't necessarily wrong. Indeed, they can be right. But it's not how God treats me. And that causes me to pause to take this in. What I deserve and how he treats me are, are two different things. And I'm deeply thankful to Jesus for that. So at the end of the psalm, in verses 2022 the study describes it as an orchestra um, it says praise the lord you his mighty angels um, you heavenly hosts his servants his dominions his works um, and it's it's like they're all being called into an orchestra of praise and the study asked us to consider who we would like to call in as well uh, to this orchestra of praise and i think for all of us uh, we wanted to call in more of us kind of thing, more of our friends and family. Uh, we've all got people that we know, people that are close to us that, that we want to be saved. Um, so uh, that was what we thought about for that question. Um, the concluding question asks what it means for us to be saved. And clearly we all have different answers to that question. Um, but for me, uh, my answer was that being saved is my whole life and without it, my life would crumble 
because it's been my whole foundation from childhood. It means I have hope and purpose, I have strength and wisdom from God, and I'm not left to do things alone. I think what we found most challenging and helpful was considering how the psalm expands our thinking of God and also trying to put into words what our salvation means to us. There we go. And what I would simply say to you is my reaction to the Psalms is the question, how do I live my life um, between church attendance? And the Psalms are an excellent uh, account of difficult lives uh, lived um, in praise. Um, so difficult lives lived lived in praise. Now, Psalm 103, which uh, Alison and I've got here, I didn't need my thumb index, it was really good. Um, but the opening and closing verses are in fact the same and say a lot about how we should approach Bible study and in particular um, the Psalms. So um, thanks to our American friends for this uh, translation. Opens with, bless Jehovah all ye his works. In all places of his dominion, bless Jehovah, O my soul. So the psalm starts there and finishes there. And in the middle of it, um, we realize that we are living in uh, a life which is difficult, often challenging. And I can certainly say that is something in terms of how I respond to this particular psalm. Uh, no matter how I am feeling, if I can make a decision to bless Jehovah as one of his works in all places of his dominion, which is wherever I go on this earth. And at the same time, I can also let out what is uh, the particular issue, problem, apparently insoluble, apparently at times desolate, I can start a psalm with these words of praise, of acknowledgement, and of realization that um, several thousand years ago, David, other people too, um, if I think I've got troubles, um, he's been there, our Lord has been there. And so, turning to the, the life group more generally, uh, we meet fortnightly. We have uh, a fun time of exchanging food, see who's brought what. Um, quite an inter interesting challenge for me on my bicycle on occasions as to whether I can uh, <clears throat> put enough insulation around the, um, uh, the peas or the Brussels sprouts. I think Brussels sprouts are actually perfect after a, a transit in a, for 10 minutes in, a, in the back of a bike. Those, who, those people who hate them are, are magically converted for some reason, I don't know. However, back to what this is actually about, which is making church work for us, making, giving thanks for Sundays, but I also regularly um, thank my brothers and sisters for their insights and for their prayers as we exchange the challenges in our lives, which might be relatively simple one week or for several months might not be 
um, abundant living as we might recognize it and how in the middle of that kind of uh, situation if we start with the attitude of this psalm and others uh, we can lay before the Lord our issues pray with one another and see that as a journey back to a place from time to time where uh, my soul cries out in joy because it's an, unt an utterly spontaneous thing as I recognize uh, the help and the support uh, of um, uh, people around me and recognizing that I can bring to the Lord uh, even the, the most extreme things are happening. And I do have to make the decision sometimes to, as I will uh, finish this, as this psalm finished, started and finished, bless Jehovah all ye his works. In all places of his dominion, bless Jehovah. And you are starting and finishing with the right attitude and with your brothers and sisters and with the Lord uh, end up in a situation where you understand your position more clearly and you can be truly grateful for the blessings. So beginning with Psalm 1, blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, or stand in the way of sinners, or sit in the seat of mockers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season, and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever he does prospers. Not so the wicked. They are like chaff that the wind blows away. Therefore the wicked will not stand in the judgment or sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous. But the way of the wicked will perish. And now reading directly from Matthew chapter 5, the start of the Beatitudes. Now when he saw the crowds... Jesus went up on a mountainside and sat down. His disciples came to him, and he began to teach them, saying, Blessed are the poor, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you, because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven, for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Thanks be to God.
Okay, right. So I'm going to come and share some of my reflections, particularly on those uh, verses, but also on some of the other things that we've been looking at in Psalm. So thank you, Alison and Alan and Jeremy, for uh, sharing with us today. So um, blessed. Uh, it was funny, Alan said he was going to tee me up as we walked in this morning. He's like, oh, I'll tee you up for what you're going to say, Claire. But I didn't actually know what he was going to say. And other than the Brussels sprouts, he did actually end on that bit about being blessed, being uh, blessed by God. So Psalm 1 begins, Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked, or stand in the way that sinners take, or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord, and who meditates on his law day and night. And then the next study that we did was on Psalm 2. And one of the bits in there, although it's about anger and wickedness, um, it ends, blessed are those who take refuge in him. And Psalm 3 similarly is a diff- has some difficult bits to, to think on, but it has, from the Lord comes deliverance. May your blessing be on your people. So what does that word blessed mean to you? So as we were doing our study, that was one of the questions, like what does that word blessed mean in this context? What does it mean for you as an individual? So I am going to get you to talk to the person beside you or behind you. (laughs) So sorry, sorry, not sorry. Uh, So yeah, what does that word mean to you? That word, if you hear that word, oh, I'm so blessed or blessed blessed be that person, blessed is the one who who mourns, blessed uh, blessed is that person. What a blessing that is. What does that mean to you? We've got a couple of minutes just to chat. So in Psalm 1 verse 1, the word can also be translated as happy, fortunate, prosperous, and enviable. Um, So not really sure that the people that Jesus was talking about uh, in Matthew felt that they were like happy and (laughs) blessed and peaceful and fortunate are those. Um, But actually... As we looked in our Bible study as well, we looked at it about something you receive. You can be a receiver of blessing. You can be looked on with favor. You can be justified. Holy, holy is God. Blessed is God. And also like that blissful, like we were saying, like um, as we looked at different translations, we're also lucky in our life group to have someone who's looking at it in a different language, which brings another element to our studies. So those people in Matthew, what? Is it, what are those blessings that they receive? Because it's not about being happy. It's not necessarily that it's something that you feel, but it's something else that God gives. So in Matthew, uh, Jesus says, here are the things that you will receive. You receive the kingdom of heaven, comfort, the earth, satisfaction, mercy. They will see God and they will be called his children. So yeah, so those blessings are not our um, hashtag blessed um, things where we look at, oh, I have a nice car. Oh, I have a, a family that all are living in the same house, li- looking like they're having a great time. Um, that whole thing of being blessed is not about uh, material wealth necessarily or uh, circumstances that are uh, positive or looked at by the world as being positive at least. So maybe you, like Alison, things like things that reflect on ourselves. Like maybe you have been, rec- you've received some blessings through challenging circumstances. 
So what blessings have you received through challenging circumstances? Or maybe because of who God made you to be? As at the end of those verses, Jesus is talking about being, uh, being blessed, even though people persecute you. It's something about you as a person, but it's something about maybe about you as a Christian that you found that actually you, there's a persecution, but it's, there's also a blessing. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. I'm not really sure how many times people have been like, I'm so blessed, people are persecuting me. Yeah, it's not, it's not like the Instagram picture. It's not the thing like, oh, look at me. I'm having a difficult time in my job because everyone else in my job behaves a certain way and I don't. Hashtag blessed. So, but the next verse is Jesus says, rejoice and be glad. Okay because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. So actually it's identifying that who we are in God, who we are as we're followers of Jesus makes us children of God, makes us important to God. And actually the reward, we might not see it here, but the reward is there. And I think probably the people who wrote the Psalms, which was mostly David, might be a little mad at those verses as well. <laughs> they say, rejoice and be glad. Because if you've read the Psalms, not always is he rejoicing and being glad. And in fact, in our studies, we looked at Psalm 3, which is about when people are against us. And we looked at Psalm 2, when the rulers and the wicked and the righteous. And I guess when I was thinking about this coming here today, I was thinking, unfortunately, we can be on both sides of that equation. We can be the ones making poor decisions that affect other people. We can be the ones who are making life hard for somebody, whether intentionally or unintentionally. We can be the ones who are, yeah, who are maybe causing the problems. But in the New Testament then, we are encouraged to pray for those people who are against us, to pray for our leaders, not necessarily who are against us, but to our love our enemies. And so, yeah, I want to take a wee moment today to think about how do you pray for our nation? How do you pray for the nations? What causes you to pray? Maybe it's because you get a prayer newsletter and that causes you to pray. Or maybe it's because you watch the news and you're like, I really need to pray about this. Or maybe it's a response to your own circumstance or to the circumstances of people that you know. So, yeah, just want to close your eyes and think, what is it that causes you to pray for our leaders or to pray for those who are against you? And what are you praying for when you pray for them? My prayer today has actually already been prayed by Jackie, uh, which is Psalm 2, verse 10. It's about wisdom. Therefore, you kings, be wise. Be warned, you rulers of the earth. So, yeah, so usually when I'm praying, it's wisdom that I'm praying for, for those, uh, for those who I don't know who are in leadership and those who I do know who are in leadership, just praying for wisdom. And then others in our Bible study, in my notes, talked about, uh, Lord, please help us, and Lord, have mercy. So as well as our prayers, we can think about our own actions and think about our own shortcomings and our own responsibilities. But the study of Psalm 3 led us not just to think about what we do, but to think about what it is that the Lord does in times of trouble. 
and Alan uh, mentioned that as well, like actually that we, the lot of the Psalms is about going through some difficult times, um, but the studies were leading us to think about what is it that God is doing? So he lifts my head high. He answers me. The Lord sustains me, delivers me. And this focus on what it is that God is doing, or at least what it is we're asking God to do, um, was echoed in our study of Psalm 51, when we see what it is that God does with us when we are the ones at fault. And again, it's at least what the psalmist is asking God to do when he is at fault. Have mercy, wash me, purify, hide your face from my sins, remove them from me, forgive, renew, restore joy, open my lips so I can praise, look with favor on your people or on this place. How many of those things have you seen God do? I'm not going to ask you to talk to your neighbor right now, but definitely sometime this week, share with somebody some of those things that you've seen God do, where you've seen him change a situation uh, externally that seems to be happening to you, or internally the things that you have uh, that have been going on inside. Psalm 51 verse 10 says, Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. And we know that God is a creator God. And that was some of the other bits of the Psalms we were looking at uh, in Psalm 8. Thought about the amazing world that we're part of and how awesome and special it is that God chose a relationship with humanity different from the rest of his creation. He chose us amongst all, uh, of, his, all of the beauty and awesomeness. In Psalm 8 it says, When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have set in place, What is mankind that you are mindful of them? Human beings that you care for them. And that led us to think about all that God has done for us. And like Alison uh, and Alan have shared again today, have shared where he is in our failings, where he is in our salvation. And the rest of the Psalms, which uh, some of us are already part of the way through and some of us are still to get to, uh, are full of emotion. Sometimes emotion that is difficult to express and sometimes emotion that is so overwhelming that we feel like we can't even put a lid on it. The kind that just spills out. So wherever you're at today, I want to encourage you to take that emotion to God and to share it with him. I am always really encouraged by reading the Psalms. That is okay to be mad and that is okay to come to God with your tears. Uh, I can't remember the, I haven't written it here, but there's a bit where it talks about everything being drenched with tears. And it's okay to come with him when you're at the highest high, when you see something in nature that just sparks that, um, that awe in, in us as well. So to pray out your joy, your thankfulness, your pain, doubt, anger, envy, hope, exhaustion, love. So at the back of church today, there are some pieces of paper um, and uh, the piece of paper has some phrases taken from the Psalms. Um, So I hope nobody wants to get me in trouble for like moving bits around from the Bible. It is not the Bible. It's bits I've taken from the Psalms and I encourage you to go read the Psalms in their entirety. Um, But yeah, so, and I've also left some blanks um, 
for you to write in your own words, your own, um, your own things that you would put into those spaces. And so it becomes a bit more personal for you and God together. And this is primarily between you and God, and nobody has to come and share if they don't want to share. But if you want to today, uh, as we worship, if you want to come and share your reflection, then probably like some of the, the Psalms of David and the Psalms of others, it could encourage, uh, encourage those around you. And if you don't want to share it here on the mic, that's fine. You can share it uh, with friends or family in other places. Okay, so if you want to get up and move or if you want to, um, somebody wants to come bring you, there's some pens and some paper at the back for some reflection. So take a seat. Is there anyone that would like to come and share uh, their reflection today, their worship, their prayer? Any brave souls, even though we don't have a live stream, so it's just us. <laughs> yeah, got it. Thank you. So I was chatting with Dad on this one, because he knows the Bible. Blessed is the one who knows the Lord and walks in his ways. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked leads to destruction. Therefore, you kings, be wise, be warned, you rulers of the earth. Those who rule should ask God for wisdom. God brings blessings to those who are against me, because we are called to pray for those who are against us. And pray blessings upon them, not curses, to, but to bless them. I call out to you, my one true God and Father. You have loved and blessed me. From the Lord comes deliverance. May your blessing be on your people. How majestic is your name in all the earth. I look at the hills and the mountains which you have created and I see how awesome you are. Then I ask, why do you care about us humans? Why are you concerned for us weaklings? Have mercy on me, O God, according to your unfailing love. I give you all of my life, my talents, my will, all that I am. And in exchange, you give me blessings more exceeding and abundant than I could ever imagine. All that I am, praise the Lord. Everything in me, praise his holy name. My whole being, praise the Lord. And do not forget all his kindnesses. I remember that you have never failed me. Your love is greater than I can even imagine. At times, I am overwhelmed. I feel anxious and upset. My inner self, as well as my body, is greatly troubled. 
but you, O Lord. How long until you return and speak peace to me? I have been bitter and angry before you, yet I am always with you. You hold me by my right hand. Surely your goodness and love will be with me all of my life, and I will live in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Therefore, you kings, be wise, be warned, you rulers of the earth. Those who rule should be wise. God, bring revelation to those who are against me. I call out to you, my Lord, you have loved me. For the Lord comes, from the Lord comes deliverance. May your blessing be on your people. How majestic is your name in all the earth. I look at all of the stars, the mountains, the trees which you have created and I see how wonderful you are. Then I ask, why do you care about us humans? Why are you concerned for us weaklings? Have mercy on me, God, according to your unfailing love. I think someone else should read this out because I'm not very good at doing this. You can you read the last Okay. I give you all of my devotion and in exchange you give me life. All that I am, praise the Lord. Everything in me, praise his holy name. My whole being, praise the Lord, and do not forget all his kindnesses. I remember that you died for me. Your love is everlasting, faithful, forgiving, kind, sure. At times I am overwhelmed. I feel tired, annoyed. My inner self, as well as my body, is greatly troubled. But you, O Lord, how long until you return and speak peace to me? I have been bitter and cold before you. Yet I am always with you. You hold me by my right hand. Surely your goodness and love will be with me all my life. And I will live in the house of the Lord forever. Thank you, Kay. That's beautiful. Thank you.